0: Good evening, everyone. Once again, welcome to Victory. We exist to honor God and make disciples. Uh, this is the Tuesday service, and my name is Jed. Pastor Mike is leading the service, and I'm helping him out every Tuesday. And I hope that you're having a great time in our Tuesday online service. Now, we are capping off our series entitled Magnify. For the past four weeks, we have been looking at different psalms that David wrote. And as we looked at those psalms, we understand certain characters, certain attributes of God. And I hope that as we learn these things, that we would be able to see that God okay, is so good, so generous, so gracious. And it would lead us to trust Him and have faith in Him even more. Now, this evening, we're going to look at yet another psalm that David wrote, and I want us to grab our Bibles. And once you have these Bibles ready, uh, just type it in, sabino na I have my Bible with me, I'm excited to read God's Word, or maybe a thumbs up will do. But regardless, I hope that you are reading along with me, because this is the Word of the Lord for all of us this evening. Okay, we're going to look at the whole chapter of uh, Psalm 145, but we're going to read the first five verses for the sake of time. And I hope that you would be able to read the entire Psalm as we end the service later on. Okay, so let's read from Psalm 145, verses 1 to 5. It says here, I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and His greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works, I will meditate. This is the word of the Lord for all of us this evening. Lord, we just want to say thank you that as we meditate on your word today, as we meditate on your greatness, your goodness, your wondrous works, Lord, that we'll understand more your character. And this will not just leave us with information in our minds, Lord, but it will compel us to move for your honor and glory. Holy Spirit, would you guide us as we study your word tonight, prepare our hearts to receive from you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As I prepared for this message, I took notice of the word, great. And for all of us, in the at least uh, for people who are watching basketball, you may ha- uh, have been familiar with the phrase, greatest of all time, or goat. Uh, greatest of all time, I asked Pastor Mike a while ago before starting this recording, who is the goat Who is the greatest of all time for okay, And he answered Michael Jordan. And a lot of people in the 90s or even the 2000s or people who basically know basketball, you may agree with him. Now, but for some, it's not Michael Jordan, but it's uh, LeBron James, okay, for uh, the uh, who's the greatest of all time. Now, uh, wh- whether it's Michael Jordan or it's uh, LeBron James, there is, there's a certain criteria, there's a certain aspect of their uh, expertise in basketball that made them, Greatest of all time. Now also, when we say greatest of all time, not only they were given that kind of title, but along with it comes admiration. Along with it comes respect from the community not only people who know basketball but even people who are not so familiar with basketball but just because okay Michael Jordan or LeBron James or Will Chamberlain or sino man yung kilala yung basketball player during uh, your time okay if they say that they are the greatest of all time you would have great respect and admiration for that personality now when we talk about god being great Now, anupu kaya yung implication sa atin. Because the truth of the matter is, when David uh, penned this psalm, he talked about how great God is. Okay? And it made an impact in his life so much so, okay. na mahikita natin sa Psalm how we responded. And my hope and my prayer for all of us is that as we look at the greatness of God in this passage of scripture, that it will not just leave us with uh with the truth that God is great and then nothing more. I hope that it will make an impact to all of us. Now, as we look at verse 3, na natin kung paano sinasabi ni David na great si God. In verse 3, he says here, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. In other translations, you would look at uh, this uh, part of the passage. Okay? In NIV, it says, His greatness no one can fathom. Okay? In, in the Message Bible, it says, No boundaries to his greatness. Okay, hindi po natin mame-measure yung greatness ng Panginoon. Wala pong boundaries, wala pong makaka fully kay how great God is. Okay, but as finite as our minds are, Okay, we will try to look at how great god is so kung yung paano natin maiintindihan to sa mga uh, utak natin and sa mga natin in as much as we can okay, we will try to discover it as we look at this psalm and number 2 also we will try to look kung ka great nang but also how it will make an impact to us how would we respond to the greatness that is god's okay so that is god so Let's take a look at the first, asp- at least first part of, uh, of this sermon, uh, what makes this God great? Okay? What sets Him apart from other gods, for example, or other personalities? What stands out in God? We'll take a look at three things, okay? or three aspects as we look at this, uh, this question. Okay? So the first aspect that makes God great is God is great in His grace and mercy. God is great in His grace and mercy. It says in verse eight you would see there, okay, the Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. This is a very familiar passage of Scripture, isn't it? Because Moses actually, okay, got this, okay, in Exodus chapter 34, verse six, this was a description of who God is. It was how God introduced Himself to Moses and to the people of Israel during the time of Exodus. God is gracious. God is merciful. He is slow in anger and abounding in love. When we say gracious, we know where it comes from. It comes from the word grace. That God is predisposed to show us favor. God is predisposed to display favor upon all of us. Now I can just imagine I'm a father of an eight-year-old or eight-month-old daughter, and walapa pung ginagawa yung anak ko. Okay, wala pa puso yung contribution sa sa buhay ko except, except uh, maybe uh, joy when I when she smiles. Okay, kapag siya, I get to feed her, I get to change diaper, and that's it. And yet for some reason, I'm always okay. My eyes are always upon her. I'm always favor I always display favor upon her. I don't know about you but that's just a a rather small approximation of the grace of God. Kapag po natin yung predisposed po ang Panginoon sa gracia sa atin sobra po yung yung pagpapakita niya ng gracia sa bawat sa atin. When we say that God is not only gracious but also merciful he is full of compassion to each and every one of us. Okay? He's full of compassion flowing out from a deep sense of attachment. So imagine you po ang panginon. Hindi po siya, a far distant God who just looks after uh, His creation and uh, very, uh, v- very unemotionally attached. But God is so compassionate. Okay? God is so uh, uh, attuned okay, to what we are going through. He is so, okay, so merciful. Also, he is slow to anger. He is greatly patient to all of us. How many of you believe that God is a patient God? Diba? That no matter how, how, how tiring sometimes okay, we can be, okay, as far as relationship is, diba? that God is extremely patient to each and every one of us. That he is slow to anger, but also he is abounding in steadfast love. Naguumapo po. Sa pagmamahal panginoon, and this attitude of his is not only uh, not only attributed to the people of God, but also to everyone. Basically, abounding in steadfast love, na mahal niya po ang bawat isa po sa atin, wherever we are in our walk with Him. Okay, in fact, you would see that in the next verse. Okay, verse nine it says here, the Lord is good to all, and His mercy is ab- over all that He has made. Okay, the Lord is good. Okay, to a certain few, hindi po. Okay, The Lord is good to all. Now, it's not limited to a specific group of people, meaning the Israelites. Okay, it's, it's actually for everyone. God's love and God's uh, mercy and grace is for everyone. But also, I would like to expand that. That God's love and mercy is not just only for the people who do right. Okay? But it's for all people, even the unrighteous ones. In fact, the Bible would tell us that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And yet, okay, He demonstrated His love for us by sending His Son, Jesus, to all of us. Now, yung pagmamahal po ng Panginoon, hindi lang po ito limitado. Yung, pagmamah- yung pagmamahal po ng Panginoon, it's for everyone. Okay, in fact, in Matthew chapter five, verse forty-five, you would see there, for He makes His sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. Now, imagine how good God is, right? Kahit na po minsan sinasalbain na ng mga tao Panginoon, He would still let the sun shine even on the unrighteous. He would send rain. He would send provision even for those people who malign His name. Now, ganun po kabait Panginoon. And yet, di ba, now, we have to see that God is so great in this aspect of grace and mercy. Now, I hope and I pray that whenever we see that God is great in these aspects, na makita po natin that He is not too short. Okay, His arms are not too short to say that we can go to Him. Okay, because His grace and mercy abound. Are you troubled by your problems? Are you troubled by your sin? We just know that God's grace and God's mercy abounds or abound. As we continue on, ano pang aspect, okay, what aspects can we, can we declare that God is great? In what areas okay, are God, or is God great? Okay. Next one is the area of faithfulness. God is great in His faithfulness. Okay, you would see there in verse 13, Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord is faithful in all His words and kind in all His works. If you are reading the current version of the ESV, you would see there that, that phrase, the Lord is faithful in all His words and kind in all His words. All, all His works. Ang panginoon po, matapat. Okay? Lahat po ng sinasabi ng panginoon ng Okay, There is no word that, from God that will ever fail. Okay, a lot of examples in, in the Bible, you would see there time and again that God is faithful. Okay, but one of my favorite uh, favorite examples or at least favorite passages in the Bible that display uh, God's faithfulness is in Genesis chapter 15. In Genesis chapter 15, you would see the story of how Abraham okay, received the covenant of the Lord. Okay, God showed himself up to Abraham and said that God is his shield and reward. Now Abraham kind of displayed uh, uncertainty or somehow doubts in saying that, Lord, walapa anak. How can you say that your promise is going to come, th- uh, come true? So in uh, in the s- uh, succeeding verses, you would see how God assured Abraham that as many as the stars in the sky, so will be his descendants. But God didn't stop there. Hindi lam pu nag nagstop don sa declare. Okay, ng, ng faithfulness niya kay abraham through a word. Now, what he did was he asked Abraham to bring several animals like heifer, goat, ram, turtle dove, and pigeon. Now, hindi po nagpa, nagpalasada si Lord, na nagpadala ng mga animals doon. Okay, what actually God did was he was bringing Abraham into a covenant. Okay, it's like a contract signing of some sorts during their time. Okay, in our time, contract signing, you just uh, sign a piece of paper and that's it. You are bound to it. Diba kapagpukinakasalang isang couple, they would just sign a document. Uh, the uh, pastor would declare that they would be married and that's it. right? Now, during their time, a, a covenant, a contract signing of some sorts is this okay? through blood compact. So, nagdala po ng mga animals si Abraham, and he cut them in half. And this is what happened, okay? Now, God, okay, passed through, okay, these animals, okay, these animal uh, parts, okay, with a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch, okay? He did that by himself, okay? Normally, you would think about that. This is a very beautiful story, and I I still get goosebumps, okay, Um, thinking about it, okay? Uh, See si God, po, when He signed or when He showed, okay, that He is faithful, He actually passed through those dead animals, okay, in order for Abraham to realize that God is actually binding Himself into a contract, into a covenant. Okay, ano pong ibig sabihin okay, God swore an oath to Abraham that He would lose His own life if He did not fulfill His end of the bargain. Pag hindi po tinupad ng Panginoon yung pangako niya kay Abraham, he would actually, okay, He would actually die basically. Ganun pong klase ang assurance ng Panginoon. Even in Hebrews chapter 6 verse 13 says, for when God made the promise to Abraham, since he had no one greater to uh, greater by whom to swear, he swore by himself. Now ganun pong katindi ang faithfulness ng Panginoon. Now, I also realized that Abraham did not actually uh, sign that contract himself. It was a unilateral covenant. It was a one-way contract. Okay, wala pong pwedeng gawin si Abraham na pa invalidate ng contract na yun. Okay, it's only God. It's only dependent upon God, okay, if he will fulfill that contract or not. But you see, God is that faithful that he would subject himself. to to that kind of contract so that Abraham would realize that he would be faithful to fulfill his promise. Now, in the same way with us, the faithfulness of our Lord, it will never fail. If we are faithless, God remains faithful. That's why I'm praying for each and every one of us, yung great is Thy faithfulness. Totoo, totoo po sa buhay natin. Okay, uh, why don't you? Why, if you are, if you agree to that, okay, why don't you type in, "Great is Your faithfulness, O God." Okay, let's declare that God is great in His faithfulness. Now remember. That the faithfulness of God is not just with the uh, with that with that kind of promise that God gave Abraham. As you as we take a look at uh, verse 15 and verse 16, okay, you give them their food, okay, Jew, in due season. You open your hand, you satisfy the desire of every living thing. Now, the faithfulness of God—it's not just confined to that kind of promise, but also promise of provision, promise of satisfying our very desires. Okay? Maybe for some of us, the reason why we feel like God is not faithful it's because we don't know exactly what God is promising. Now I hope and I pray that you would continue to open your Bibles, read from God's Word, receive from Him. Okay? and you see that God will never ever fail in His promise. Hindi to po tumitigalang faithfulness ng Panginoon and He won't plan to stop now. Okay, as we continue on, what aspects can we declare that God is great? God is great in His grace and mercy. God is great in His faithfulness. And also, God is great in His righteousness. God is great in His righteousness. In verse 17, you would see here, the Lord is righteous in all His ways and kind in all His works. When we talk about righteousness, it just means being right, being just, being fair iba Yung pagiging tama. Okay? God will never do something that is against His character. Okay? Kapag sinabi po tama ang Panginoon, He would always keep up to that standard. If He is holy, He would still stand by it no matter what. Now, you may be thinking, di ba, paano kaya mag-i-intersect Sabi mo that God is, God is loving, God is compassionate. Di ba? Paano, paano mag intersect yung pagmamahal ng Panginoon dun sa righteousness. righteous sinigad? Dapat parosahan yung, yung mga gumagawa ng mali. Okay? Those people who have been doing wrong, they have to be punished. They have to get what their due is. Right? Now, we would see a God who's not only merciful and gracious, but also just and fair. Okay, when we take a look at what happened in the cross of Calvary, as we continue on, pagbina sa mo sa latter part of verse 26, He did it to demonstrate His righteousness at the present time. Now, yung righteousness po ng Panginoon, the righteousness of God, He did it to rec- uh, re- demonstrate His righteousness at the present time. You see. The gracious, uh, graciousness of God, the mercy of God, and the justice, the righteousness of God would intersect okay, at the cross of where Jesus died for all of us. Now, when we take a look at uh, that uh, truth, David was looking at it uh, in the sense that the Messiah would come someday. Now, we take a look at it okay, in retrospect that Jesus Christ has already died for us. But the truth remains that in, only in God can you see that grace and mercy and righteousness and justice would intersect, would come across. Now, as we take a look at verse, uh, verse 18, 19, 20 of uh, Psalm 145, you would see there that God is near. The Lord is near to all, all those who call on Him, okay? who hears their cry and saves them, who preserves all who love Him. Now, I believe that for all of us, God is great because the people who are near to Him, the people who call on Him, the people who love Him, He will save, He will hear, will be near Him, okay? who will, preser- will preserve them. Lahat po ng bagay na yan, okay? You can experience as you come to God, who's great in His righteousness. Now, how many of you believe that God is so great? God is great in His grace and mercy. God is great in His faithfulness. God is great in His righteousness. Praise God is in it. Now, as we uh, look at the second part, at least very quickly, okay, what is our response? We have already established that God is great in those aspects. Now, how did David respond to the greatness that is in God? Okay, simple lang po. When you take a look at the verse, uh, the entire Psalm, uh, Psalm 4, uh, 21 verses, you would see there the kind of response that David had. And I hope and I pray that this would be our response as well. Okay, as we take a look at these verse, maybe you're seeing that on your screen right now. There are certain words that are uh, similar like bless, praise, commend, declare, speak of, pour forth, sing aloud, make known, will speak. Now, all of these talk about okay, declaring okay, the goodness or the greatness that is in God. Now, two things po, as we respond. Okay, two things that we can do as we respond to the greatness of God. Number one is gospel declaration. We can declare with our lives that God is great, God is good. De ba na ang Panginoon is worthy to be praised. We can praise Him, we can honor Him, we can thank Him for His great, greatness in our lives. Now not only can we can we bring that uh, here as we as we have this online service, you can type it in, diba. We can we can do that. But also I hope that we can declare the greatness of God in our everyday conversations with people. ilam beses grab, ilam beses usap sa mga reunions natin via zoom. how many times that have we talked to a stranger? Okay, and seeing uh, how you live, diba. All of these things, we can declare the greatness of God because we know okay, that we can give honor and glory to God for His greatness in our lives. Okay, I hope that we don't miss out, not only on declaring the greatness of God, but also preaching the gospel to them. In our everyday conversations, topics in reunions, and e- or even our posts on social media. But not only that, you would see there in the first, uh, I think in verse 4, one generation shall commend your works to another. and and shall declare your mighty acts. I hope and I pray also that you are not only declaring this to the people that you know in your generation, but even the next generation has to hear how great God is. I would hear some um, uh, conversations with our pastors that our young people, uh, people's perspective on Christianity and how, how they know God is very different on how we know God now sana po hindi po sila yung last generation makarinig ng goodness ng Panginoon or ng greatness ng Panginoon. that we as a church that we can declare the truth of the greatness of God even in their lives not only that we can declare the goodness of God or the greatness that is in God but also we can demonstrate the gospel we can demonstrate the greatness of God in our lives now for some people they may not be as open to hear, okay, the gospel right there and then, okay. I've seen a lot of people who are rejecting the gospel, rejecting the gospel, okay, through and through. So, palang, ayoko ah, Sarado I don't wanna hear Jesus, Jesus, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I, it's not for me, okay. But you see, as they watch how you live, as they watch how you speak, as they see. That change that happened in your life prior to them or prior to you knowing who Jesus is and now that you are in Christ, that they would see that God is great in their lives. Okay, or God is great in your lives. That would lead them to know that Jesus is alive, that God is great in your life. Now, I hope that we will not just preach the gospel, although God tells us to preach the gospel to others, but we will also demonstrate it because God is great. Now, in conclusion, I would like to just reflect on the goodness of God. This, this uh, psalm that David wrote, it's not actually written down exactly kung anong time if, or period of uh, David's life, but he just declared that God is great. Now, going back to the to, to, uh, to greatest of all time, Lebron James or Michael Jordan, 50 years from now, a new basketball star maybe would rise up and he would be declared the greatest of all time, at least in basketball. But not okay, in my Christian life, not in my life, not in my life eternity. Okay? No matter what season we may be in, kahit saan po uh, time frame ng, ng mundong ito mabuhay, we can still say that God is the greatest of all time. As I end, I would like us to be left with this statement. God's greatness in His grace, mercy, faithfulness, and righteousness leads to gospel declaration and demonstration. I hope that the greatness of God in our lives will not just lead us to appreciate God in that sense, but it will lead us to let others know as well that God is great through our declaration of His Gospel, but also in the way we would live our lives. Let us pray. Lord, we just want to say thank you. We are grateful that you are great. Lord, truly you are the greatest of all time. You are greatest in that aspect, Lord, that we receive mercy and grace from you. That it's not about what we do, it's about who you are and your faithfulness in our lives. Lord, we also thank you that your righteousness. It's not let go of because of your mercy and grace for all of us, but it, all of it, all of the punishment, all of the, all of the shame was put on Jesus so that we would receive your righteousness. Lord, today, we want to declare that you are great. We want to say, Lord, great is your faithfulness. Salamat po panginoon that even if we have missed it out, Lord, at some point of our lives today, we choose to praise you, we choose to glorify you, we choose to bless your name because you are great. Lord, I want to pray also for some people, Lord, who are having challenges. They know that they are, uh, that you are great. They know the, the very good thing that you have done in their lives and yet, for some reason, it's a challenge to share the Word of God. It's a challenge to demonstrate the Word of God. Lord, I pray that they would continually be changed by the gospel that they would continually be changed the greatness of uh, that is in you O god that it would lead us all of us not only to demonstrate your goodness but also to declare it to others lord i pray that you would open our lips whenever we see people who are in need of help who are lost in their way lord who have people who have yet to know you i pray that not only we would be able to display your greatness, but also they would get to know you because we are able to share it to them. Holy Spirit, would you do your work in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen.